Welcome to Community Faith Church Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope this message will not only bless you, but reignite you as you continue your journey with God. Get ready to be blessed and enjoy. I want to speak, I, I want to, speak to you about, have you taken up your cross? Have you taken up your cross? What you must understand is you've got a choice whether you want to take up the cross. It is not a forceful thing. When you get saved, Jesus gives you a cross. And then he says, take it up. He says, take it up. Many Christians have never taken up their cross. And what you don't understand is if there's no cross, there's no crown. Any Christian without a cross is an illegitimate child. You are illegally. And you will find out the day you die. You cannot qualify yourself to go into heaven. Christ must qualify you. Amen. That's why even Jesus himself, as he went through baptism, have having no sin, but set the example, also had a cross. Amen. Jesus also had a cross. Amen. And how can we that wants to follow him think that we will make it to heaven without the cross? Yay. And so maybe you've been saved for 20 years, but you've never taken up your cross for 20 years. And so when Satan visits you, he, 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 he can see that you've got no cross, cross, cross because there's no commitment. For the last 20 years, 15 years, 5 years, 2 days, there was no commitment since you've accepted Jesus Christ. And it is based on your commitment that Jesus receives you. Amen. It is based on your commitment. Not that you said um, Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10, go there quickly. We all know it. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10. Let me read it for you. If you declare with your mouth, have you declared? Amen. Okay. Jesus is Lord. Amen. The Bible says if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that's where we stop. Many have declared with their mouth. Yeah. The evidence that you've believed is your commitment to Christ. Because everything starts with the heart, not with the mouth. Yeah. So Jesus says, Jesus says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Yeah. The Bible says you will be saved. The reason why Jesus came is so that we can be saved. Yes, amen. Save from what? Save from who? What are you saved from? Because 
Because the Bible, the Bible says, you will be saved. Saved from what? Because when God created us, he created us with one thing in mind, to have fellowship. Amen. To populate. Yes, amen. To worship him. To show his majesty. To show his greatness. He wanted to manifest through us. Amen. But something happened to switch off that fellowship. And then he had, he, he made a way, even before we failed, he made a way. And the moment the light was switched off, we became self-righteous and self-conscious. That I don't need God in this earth. But we, what we did not realize is there's an enemy in the earth that has got superior powers over mankind. He's stronger than us. He's more wiser than us. He has power to call lightning to strike you dead. Yes. I'll show you. We'll go deeper. Look to somebody and say, we're going to go deeper. So God had to save us, not only from him, but from ourselves. Because we think we ourselves, we are God and we don't need God. So he says, if you declare with your mouth that there is a Lord, his name is Jesus. And you believe in your heart that the Father has raised him from the dead. Then, then by you believing, God will save you from sickness. He'll save you from disease. He'll save you from torment. He'll save you from heartache. He'll save you from a lot of things. Amen. You must understand, when God says, I'll save you, many times, he never takes the, the problem never goes away. If I want to go from here, we went to Bloemfontein. Who knows, there's a lot of rivers. There's a lot of mountains. There's a, when we go to Bloemfontein, we don't say, hey, take all the mountains away first. Take all the rivers away. Take all the valleys away. No, 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 no. Take all the, the take Ottentos, Holland, mountain away. No, no. Sometimes the, the, your problem doesn't go away. But God says, I'll save you from the mindset just because there's a mountain. Yes, amen. Amen. Uh, you didn't. amen. Just because there's a problem. Just because the enemy has allowed stuff to happen to you in your past. You were abused, misused, and ill-treated. But God says, I know that thing cannot go away, but I'm still God. I'll show you. Some of you have lost loved ones. And it was so suddenly, it did not go away. The pain did not go away. But God says, even though your mountain is there, you can go over your mountain. You can go through your mountain. The mountain won't go away. But God, God is on the throne and He'll keep you. He'll strengthen you. He'll show you how to go over some stuff. You see, there's a lie that's been preached. When you come to Jesus, everything is okay. And you've accepted God based on that promise. 
But after you got saved, the mountain was still there. The pain was still there. You still felt that. And you said, be Lord of my life. I believe in my heart, you said. But then, why don't you pick up your cross? Why don't you say no to some stuff you can't do? You, you can't live in pain, but you decided, I'm going to take up my cross. That even though I went through pain, God is going to help me to get over this thing. I'm not denying that I went through some stuff. I'm not denying that I'm going through some stuff right now. But what I do know, if the Lord says, take up your cross and follow me. And follow me. Don't follow your pain. Don't follow your hurt. Don't follow what people have said over your life. The Bible says, if you will, if you will do what? Take up your cross and what? Follow me. Look to somebody and say, take up your cross. I don't know what you're carrying, but God says, take up your cross. Everybody's got a cross. Some people don't want to take up their cross. You know what the cross represents? Responsibility. Take up your responsibility. It's your responsibility to get to know this Jesus. It's your responsibility. Don't wait for Sunday morning. Don't wait for the team. Don't wait. Don't, don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait till you go through some stuff. Then you want to go to the Bible. Take up your responsibility and get to know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior of your life. And let Him be Lord of your life. Don't wait until your business doesn't work out. Don't wait until you get hurt. It's your responsibility to stock up. So that when famine comes, and famine will come in your life because you part in this earth, pain, disappointment, loss will happen. Sickness will come. Are you stocked up with the Word of God? Are you? Do you have fellowship with the Holy Spirit that quickens the Word in your heart? Day by day. When you don't feel like praying, when you don't feel like serving God, can you take up your cross and say, I don't care how I feel. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, can somebody shout heart? When the Bible speaks about heart, it speaks about your spirit, man. Amen. When you look at me, who do you see? When you look at me standing here, who do you see? You see me, then you're not here. Then your heart is somewhere else. If you see me and you don't see the spirit man, you're not here. Because I'm not speaking to you. I'm speaking to your spirit. I need your spirit to connect with my spirit now. Amen. Oh, some of you are not getting it. Amen. When God says, when God says, listen, listen, 
Believe in your heart. He says, don't believe with your senses. Yes, amen. Don't believe with your physical eyes. Don't believe with your emotions. He says, believe with your, let my, my, my spirit speak to your spirit. Because the spirit is always willing. But the flesh is what? Weak. So your body says, I don't want to serve God. Your spirit says, he's been good, too good to me. Oh, you didn't get that. Your body says, yeah, but the doctor says I'm going to die. Your spirit man says, no, you're going to live. Sometimes your body doesn't feel saved. But your spirit man says, because you're fed on the word of God. So your spirit man goes above your feelings. Where's your cross? Where's your commitment? Where's your responsibility? To give to God what He gave you. He gave you salvation. Remind Him and give Him thanks for His salvation over your life. Give back to Him what He gave you. Somebody without a cross doesn't know Jesus. That's why, that's why the flesh will serve God any way he wants to. It is the evidence that you've not been accepted by Christ. Not everybody, the Bible says, that shout, Lord, Lord. But those who did the will of my Father, those who respected the word of my Father, those who love my father enough to love his word and I am his word so when you come to me I will give you that's why some of us have not been handed across because we've not been received you've said the right words like everybody else But your life does not reflect commitment. You come and you say, Lord, I want to accept you as Lord and Savior. By the time you get to that door, that's it. Clap my mind up, come out. I have my drunk. I have my phone. I have my phone. I have my phone. I have my phone. I won't tithe. I won't offer. I won't do anything else. You see, you have not committed to God. That's why you've never received. He told you you can have it. But your commitment puts you in a place where He gives it to you. You didn't get that. Everybody can say, a demon can come in. Yeah, a witch can come in and say the same words that you say. That's why anybody can say, Lord, Lord. But not everybody can say out of their heart, Lord, Lord. That's why anybody can say, I'm a Christian. But the proof is not in your words. It is in your level of commitment that you receive a cross and a cross grows as you grow every year in God until the day you die. And then you receive your crown when you get there. So the level of your cross that you walk into by the gates will determine the level of your crown. 
not the level of your words that you professed in the earth to impress people. The Spirit of God is in this place. That's why when you come, you think you can be saved all by yourself. You're already prideful when you say, I want to accept you, Lord Jesus. But you do it in your own strength. You are rejected because of the spirit of pride even when you come to the altar. Because you must come with a heart full of humility. I don't even deserve to call you Lord. I don't even deserve to breathe today. But mercy said no. When Satan wanted to destroy me, even when you said nothing, mercy stepped in for you and I. Where's your cross? Where is when you're alone and you can't do the wrong stuff with your friends, do you have your cross? Your cross will remind you of your commitment and responsibility. Nobody needs to remind you. Nobody needs to train you how to worship God when you come into His presence. Because every time your cross reminds you of your responsibility and commitment in order to grow in Him, if you don't grow in Him, you die in Him. Uh, you die without Him. It's not how quick you start. It's that you end. Yes, it's not how quick you start. It's how you end. That's why you can see people that has no cross. The enemy tricked you with the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over because you are no challenge for him. Because he sees you with a badge and not a cross. Let's get deeper. Let's go to Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 1. Matthew chapter 16. Nobody reading today. Let me read. Are we going to have this every week? Matthew chapter 16, verse 1. The Pharisees and the Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. Everybody wants a sign. If the Lord doesn't do this, Every, then I'll, if the Lord does this, and the Lord has shown you already 
if the Lord just give me that promotion, it's a sign, then I'll serve him. You got five promotions already. And still without the cross. Jesus. The Lord has been gracious to you to give you some stuff you never really had to work for. But you don't want the cross. You want the girlfriend, you want the boyfriend, you want the husband, you want the wife, you want the house, you want the promotion, you want increase, but you don't want the cross. You don't, you don't want it. So, so, so they say, uh, show us a sign. Jesus, it's so strange, no? you, you know all these, when the flower buds, when the, flower, when the leaves fall off, you know, you say, okay, it's going to be winter, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. You know, you know how to look for a sign. But it, when it comes to the truth. Hey, hey. Sure. When it comes to the truth, how, how is it that you can see all the other stuff? But you cannot see the hands of my father. Sure. And you still say, he says, the only sign that I'll show you is the one of Jonah. And he leaves them and he walks away. Yes. Amen. I said, Lord, Jonah. Amen. Jonah. So tell me a little bit about this thing, Jonah, Jesus. Hmm. Explain to me. What has Jonah got to do? He says, okay, everybody with the cross will have suffering. Up to the point that they will die. Amen. Jonah was three days just like I had to suffer to the point of death. Yes, hallelujah. This is a sign that you, if you don't want to suffer, don't serve me. Yo. 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 If you don't want to die, sure. don't serve me. Don't serve me. Satan loves it when you don't want to die. It means then you don't receive a cross. Hey. If people just say two, three things to you, you saw a life that you countered with the flesh, and there you lose the battle. Because the Bible says he was led to the slaughterhouse, slaughterhouse. saying no words. Sure. 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 Which means as his children, as our cross grow. We learn how not to respond in the flesh. Yes, hallelujah. We, we learn not to watch at people in the church or even outside the church. Amen. We learn not to be affected by what's going on around me. Yes, hallelujah. Because the cross determines my responsibility. Jesus. In knowing that Jesus dies for me and he alone. Amen. And I will stand before him one day. Not the, I, I, the, you can't go and say, do you know Jesus what the pastor did? Do you know what they did there at CFC? Do you know what they said about my children? And the Lord looks at you and says, before you say all this stuff, where's your cross? He says, before you start to accuse and talk, where is your cross that I presented to you? Where is your cross? No, but you don't understand Jesus. And I just see, like Jesus walked away from them, Jesus just walks back in. I, 
I pray that this word will wake you up today yes, in your, in your heart. When you look at me, what do you see? Do you see the spirit man speaking to your spirit? Yes, hallelujah. Or do you just see the flesh? Sure. Sure. Can your heart connect with God's word as I speak to you? Or are you just sitting here and sleeping in the flesh? Not, not, not asking the Holy Spirit to quicken my flesh in the service. Quicken my spirit in the service. Yes. Let it be yes. responsive to your word. Yes, my so that when I walk out here, Amen. I understand my responsibility. I can blame no one else. Amen. I'm going to serve you with spirit and in truth. Amen. I'm going to believe in my heart and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Amen. I'm going to grow. My, my cross is going to grow. Hallelujah. And as your cross grows, your responsibility grows, so your power grows. Your angels become stronger. Yes, Things come to you quicker. The reason why nothing comes to you is because you got no cross. No cross. Say, so, hey, I'm coming to this church. Yeah, you can come to this church straight to hell. Yes. This is just a house in the earth that God has placed you to test you and to train you. Yes. Yes, hallelujah. How will you treat my house? How will you treat the people that I put in authority? Because that will determine how you treat me. Yes. How many of us, how many of you, you are struggling with the same thing over? Your marriage is stagnant for the last, you've been married for 40 years, but your marriage was dead after five years. But you are married, but only in flesh, not in heart. Because even marriage is done in heart. Not in the flesh. That's why when you look at a guy, you first look at how he looks. Uh, am I speaking oh. the truth? Am I? They can eerst kijk hoe sy lyk. Nommer 1. Nog voor sy praat. When people, when you say you got a girlfriend, the first thing people ask is, show me a photo. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. I'm preaching for the wrong crowd here. Who like it? When you're not that 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 ear look, when it doesn't look too cool, you just keep quiet. When you're not that ear look, when you're very honest, when you're a very good friend, say nee, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why some people you will never invite to your house. Because you look at church already, what they drive. I'll never, uh -uh, I'll never invite you. You never look at the heart of people. You always look at what, what's the out, first outward, Easter. So we have adapted that thing that we can say stuff to Jesus without meaning it. But when you start to see Jesus, hey, let's go deeper. Look to somebody, if you come to this house this morning, if you come to this house this morning, thinking that you're leaving early, thinking that you're leaving early, you're going to get your wish today. You're going to get, hey! 
But there's some of you that's hungry. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. No, there's some of you that listen to my spirit, not my... Every single time you're not growing and inside of you something has just leaped. Like, oh, this is what I needed exactly because I'm so tired of being a Christian. And to pretend I'm tired of it. It's actually messing up your life. There's a sign. The sign. They want the sign. There's nothing wrong in asking a sign. It is with what heart you are asking. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's many people in the, in the Bible that ask for signs. Yes. And God honored. So it's not about the sign. It's about from what heart it comes from. Yes. What spirit it comes from. What you don't understand. And you, what, what you have to learn. Is that Satan will influence people that doesn't have a cross. And make them speak stuff that they don't even realize it did not originate with them. There is a spirit that spoke to their spirit. And so what you say was not really you. That's why, why do you fight people? Why don't you fight that spirit that has influenced them? That's why the Bible says, if you, if you, if you, if you uh, have anything ought against your brother, make right. Why? But they hurt me so much because you don't understand. It's not them. It's that spirit behind them. That's why there's a gift of the spirit of discernment. If you do not understand that my, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but it is mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. There are some strongholds in people's minds because of what the enemy has. Chirp, 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 say that. Do that. Respond like this. Say this now. Do that. And, and, and if, they, if, they, if you see them again, they'll pull your face like that and do this and do that. And all of a sudden, sometimes, so, I promise you, when you really take up your cross, you look back and say, did I really do that? Some of you right now, after you got saved, you said, Now you hate, you hate the smell of that thing. Because God has touched your heart and now you see the thing for what it is real. Yeah. like Amen. Lord have mercy but now you can't see sure. you can't because the Bible says the God of this world has blinded the minds see how deep it goes it doesn't speak about these eyes the mind so the God of this world has blinded the minds of people which means he has touched your soul and closed the eyes of your soul. Which means your soul is dead. And any soul that's disconnected from God is dead. That's why the soul will forever be in hell. But the spirit of man goes back. The Bible says, the Bible says the spirit of man goes back to where it comes from. Where does your spirit go? Even when you are unsaved, there is a...
Hey, there's so much stuff in my spirit. Which means you have physical eyes, you have spiritual eyes, you have mental eyes, you have the eyes of understanding. There are different eyes in the Bible. <laughs> so that's why you can look at some stuff that's dangerous, but you do it. Because your, your, your soul eyes are closed. Satan has affected you and created a stronghold in your mind as a fisting, a steric fisting, as like a fort. That's why even when I speak to you because of the fortress on your mind that only the Holy Spirit can break down. Some of you are poverty, you have a poverty mindset, a stronghold. You, 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 you have, you have, you ask, but we, we cannot, we cannot, we cannot speak big stuff to you. Because your mind shut, shuts down. You say amen, but your mind is cuckoos. You say, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Mm. Hallelujah, I believe. Dan sê ons, ons het een project, ons gaan die pad recht maak as 100.000. Die eerste ding wat sy sê, ek het niks op my nie. Huh? Ja. Jou vrou sê, kom ons pint gauw die huis. As december, sê weet ek weekie. Of ek weekie, geld is net so. Sy sê nie, huis moet gepint word. But your mind is blind. Can I go deeper? Amen. Or must I, Amen. must I stop now? Maybe you want deeper? That. Okay. Because it's not just beginning. What is amazing about God is He will put any everything inside of you that you need for his journey. Yes. The problem why you don't have stuff is because you're on your own journey. Look to somebody and say, stop, stop going in your own direction, man. Stop doing your own thing, man. Stop just saying what you want to say. Go where you want to go. Climb mountains that's not even yours to climb. Zij is voor even en allemaal zijn bezigheid. Because, because you don't know your business, I don't blame you. Is that spirit behind you? Yes. If you knew your business, you would not talk about other people's business. If you knew what your assignment is, then you don't go take other people's assignments. And everything that you touch, you mess up because it is not your assignment. Die heren roep jy om my pilot te raak, en wil sy taxi rui. En sy mos al die karre op, because sy sê gedesign. Glory to God. You're not designed to be a taxi driver, there's nothing wrong. Now a guy that God has purposed, and say I'm going to make you a taxi driver, I'm going to give you, then God will give him a fleet. 
gaan try om een pilot te wees, al die pleins crash. Some of you in church, you think that my calling is greater than yours, what you don't understand. I'm not getting a bigger reward than you. So you can be outside, be a greeter. If God has fit you and called you to do that, you will do it with so much pleasure. You don't even want to preach. You don't want to do something else because you're in the perfect will of God. You've got your cross. You've got your responsibility. And the favor of God comes. And the blessing of God comes. And the power of God comes. And the glory of God comes. Get that out of your mind that preachers are getting greater rewards. You know. No. No. No it is where the grace places you. Yes, that's why you'll find out a guy prospers. He just says, hands. But you see, God has put grace on that person to do that. And grace increases as your cross increases. He shakes hands here, but everywhere he goes, that grace moves with him. So it doesn't matter whether he's at work or so, you always, you always, you always, but with that comes, here's it, suffering. As the power increases and the glory increases and, 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 and you excel, your territory grows, so more the affliction. That's why, how is it possible? How? The grace on my father that, that passed. Grace on my mother too. But mommy is not here so was operate on that grace. But listen to this. How, how can you buy this place for 179,000 rand? A 6.3 hectares. In your mind, 179,000 rand. To buy a 6.3 hectare piece of land. Die huis is hier onder in die pad. 882.000 rand. For how many squares? 100 squares. We have 63,000 squares. With that grace, what are you doing with it? With the grace that sits on the house, what are you, what are you doing as a family with it? That's listening to me, where your pastor, where God has blessed that house. What God is just showing you that what is done in the house, you can be a participator of that grace. No, he wants, now the enemy comes in and says, how can I mess up? Their destiny, even though they see what I can do. Let them start to speak about one another. Let them start to question everything. Let, let them have their own way. They come where they go. They go where they want. They, you should have been, if you can see in the spirit, you should have been much further. Today is a change in this house. There's a grace in this house. Amen. There's revelation in this house. Amen. I don't care on what level in life you are. 
If you can get to a place, listen, listen to what the word of God says in Matthew chapter 16. Let's go to verse 24. Right, walk with me. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. They must first do what? Deny themselves. Whoever wants to be my disciple must do what? Deny themselves. Do what? Deny themselves. And then do what? Take up their cross. And do what? And follow Jesus. He says, he says, when you become my disciple, you are no more you. I am now. Yes, I You get that. Amen. <laughs> Jesus says, when you want to be my disciple, it's no more you. It's I am. I am, yes. In you now. Yes. I call the shots. Amen. I say you forgive. Amen. I say, now you can deny that. But you won't receive the cross. Amen. And you won't even be able to follow me because I'm going to walk like this. By my spirit, you will be led. That's what the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, 14. Yes. Those that are led by the spirit of God, they are the what? The sons, of, the sons, sons of, God. of God. Which means in life, you need Jesus to lead you. Wherever Jesus tells you to go, you go. No, but what happens in life is, I'm going. You I'm not going to follow you. You call out, Lord, where are you? Haven't you realized that God in the garden is God? What's the question he asked Adam? Where are you? Because the last time we spoke, you were here. And I was here the whole time. But now when I moved, you moved in another direction. So I am asking you, where are you? God is asking you today in this church, where are you? God is asking you over the, which one now? Just raise your hand so I can see which one. You guys don't know. Where's your earpieces? Don't you talk to one another. What am I saying? I'm asking, thank you. I was asking which one I must look at. Where are you? Jesus. Have you denied yourself? 
If the Lord says, that is not your girlfriend, what will you do? That is, that, that's not going to be your husband. What are you going to do? That business is not for you. It looks so good. You must just go sign everything God says because he knows something you don't know. That, that person that laughed with you at work and all the stuff, they, they, are, you, they are not for you. Thank you. They are not for you. Hulle lach nou lekker. It's alright, hulle is nou jou vrienden. It's alright. It's a honeymoon season. There's always a honeymoon season. Always. Always look to somebody say there's always a honeymoon season. Always. Check. There will come a time where your friendship will be tested. But what you don't know will still be here. You want to go do your own thing when you want, we'll still be here. We were here before they were in your life. But now you listen to them more. Actually not them, that spirit behind them. You have connected yourself and God asks, where are you? Because Satan just waits long enough of rope to kill you. Let's go to Matthew chapter 10. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 37. Are you still with me? Amen. Matthew chapter 10, verse 37. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Hold on. Hold on. You love being a musician more than God. You're not worthy of me. You love being a preacher more than what you love me. You're not worthy of me. You love your husband more than what you love me. You're not worthy of me. So you disqualify. Sure. Jesus. How do I know that I love what I'm doing more? Because I can't wait to be here on Sunday, but I never spend time with him on Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday, 2 o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock when he wakes me up. But I don't spend time. But when I get here, I want to be seen. I, I want to. Hey. I want to. I want to. Hey. Jay I carry because I'm with your sin. Sure. <laughs> I'm with your sin. They stand for you, yeah, with your house pipe that I'm all can see as yours. They look me like they, they, but when he langs you, as you guess, you know, because you know, it must not wait up with you. So they got fun <laughs> But somebody will see you. Look to somebody and say, Some is amazing. Somebody. You can be in Dubai. They will see you. <laughs> you can be in Sun City. It's amazing. It's amazing. Somebody two years ago it said, I will Sun City to Han. And over that same weekend, 
Can somebody shout glory to God? But the reason why they saw you is so that God can save you. Matthew chapter 10 verse 37 Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Hold on. Hoeveel mans en pans maak meer van hulle kinders? That's why when teachers speak, the child comes and says, Weet my what it says? You go make rocks. You are an embarrassment for the kingdom of God and this church. Because your child has not learned to respect authority. If you don't teach your children to greet you at home from baby, they will never know to greet older people. Yes. Amen. The problem is you are showing me that your child is not greeting you at home. That's why your child has got a problem greeting people the right way. I'm saying this to save you from a lot of embarrassment. Now the thing is, they don't know how to greet the Lord. They, they don't know how to come into the presence of God. They disrespect Him when they come to church. When we raise our hands in honor to Him, they disrespect Him blatantly. Who's he? I've never heard Him in my house. Who's he? The only time I hear, my mother prata nooit van homie. Hulle kyk meer seepies. My mother and father scale most of the time. There's no peace in the house. So who are we worshiping here? I don't blame them. It's that spirit in the house. Verse 38. Matthew 10 verse 38. Whoever does not take up their cross... And follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. Hold on. Whoever what? So you love your life more. You love you more. You love you more. You're not getting it. So it doesn't matter what God says, you love yourself more. It says, merely for yourself. God says, give me that shoe. He says, no. As mine. He says, but I need it. No. For what? As mine. Give me your husband. What? I. He's all right, Susan. I need him at church. He must come work. He must come bless. 
sy bel om elke vijf minuten. Waar is hy nou? Hij arme man, zijn nerves, hij valt me van die skeefel af. What's wrong? Hij trippel, hij trippel rond, hij trippel is, hij is, hij zoekt een way uit, hij zoekt een job, hij zoekt een job, hij zoekt een job. Job zoek het job. Bij die pakkie. So even the husband you have is not God's. He's yours. Dis hoe kom sy so baie troubles het met hom. You have a lot of trouble with your husband and wife because they are yours. You've never allowed God to be their husband. Or their wife. Do you know there's a scripture that says you marry in Christ? Yes. Yeah. I told my wife I had a weird dream. A weird dream. I said, this dream disturbs me, man. So we were driving and I told her the dream. I said, for two nights I asked the Lord because I got two dreams. I'm not a dreamer, but lately I've been dreaming a lot. And God is showing me stuff. But I got this dream. Can I tell you this dream? Yes, you must like stories. Let me tell you a story. Maybe you'll wake up. You like stories. You like stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that. I get this dream. In my dream, baby. I am, I am awakened. But I've got a woman's dress on. A red Ladies dress. That would, that would disturb you too. So I get to this house. Now, now remember, I'm trying to get out of the street now. Because I've got a woman's, who like deep body and a woman's dress. It just doesn't look right. Rui. Blut Rui. So I'm getting to this house. And, and I just want to get out of the street. And I want to get into this house. In this house, there are people, when they look at me, they laugh, they laugh, they laugh, they laugh. I felt so embarrassed, so I, I ran out and I wake up. I said, Lord, I don't understand this dream. The next night, I dream. I'm at this, the, the, the church is, is just growing. It's powerful and the music is going and the praise team is busy and everybody is busy. And now I must go to stage now. I must now preach. When I turn, I see I'm a woman. I said, no. So I, I, I purpose in my heart that I'm going to spend time in my room until God gives me. And so, so one morning I get up very early. I said, Lord, I'm not going to stop until you give me an answer. Because this thing is disturbing me. Is it from the devil? Is it from, because this thing is not sitting. He said, my child, don't be disturbed. What I'm showing you in the dream is that you are my bride. I am your groom. From this moment, that's all he said. From this moment, you and I are married. And the Bible says, he is the groom. Yes. We are his bride. 
And that moment, he made it so real in my dream. I never had a dream like that. And he says, from this moment, you have become my bride. If you only knew what it cost me to get to that place. What a price. What a price. And so as I am the second dream, he tells me, and then he says, this is what happens if I'm the groom. Sure. I make you fruitful. Sure. I pray God makes you fruitful in the mighty name of Jesus. What a weird dream, but what a powerful revelation. He says, you, so he says, I have covered you, the red, I've covered you with my blood. And people will laugh, but they don't know that you belong to me. People will laugh at you, but what they don't know is that you belong to Christ. Hallelujah. People don't know what you will go through. And even if it, if it is suffering, I'll go through because my bride will be there. My groom will be there for me. There's no gender in God, so you can apply it to you. You are his bride. He's the groom. Let me end off. Still about 20, but let me end off. Thank you. Take your time, Dad. Take this church will never be the same. You're going to start to see how things start to happen in your life. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Because it's only God that can make you grow me. Yes. It's only Him that can touch your heart where you love yes. Him. Where, where nothing else matters, man. Yes. It's only Him when you deny yourself. Yes. Take up your cross. And follow Him. Amen. Whatever has happened in your life, God will make you fly over it. Yes. Or if need be, He'll shoot a hole right through the mountain. Oh, yes. He'll open the seas for you. If you are Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he never took the fire away. He said, I'll meet you there. Hallelujah. Hey! He says, I'll meet you there. The king says, didn't we put in three, uh, uh, three guys? Why do I see four? Because, because God met them in. Yes. Yes, yes. If you're not in him, the Bible says the king took off his strongest men. Yes. And they burned out. Trying to throw you in the fire. Demons will burn. Amen. Did you hear? I didn't say people will burn. I said demons will burn. Amen. You didn't get it. You didn't get it. I didn't, say, I didn't say your neighbor is your enemy. There's an evil spirit. I say they will burn when they touch you. They'll burn when they touch your children. They'll burn when they touch your marriage. They'll burn when they touch your unborn. They will burn you the mighty name of That's your children, they'll burn. If you take up your cross and follow him, they'll burn. Because it's not your fire. Your fire couldn't, couldn't, couldn't burn, could not, you could not burn them up. It can't. They've got a bigger fire than yours. Can I prove it to you? That Satan has got fire. He's got lightning. He will kill you. Satan... Job, can I go deeper? Amen. Go deeper. Are you in a hurry? No, thank you, Jesus. 
when your commitment is of such a level where Satan can come and challenge, bring an accusation and challenge and put a challenge before God. When you are committed to him, God will take up the challenge. If Satan comes and says, they only serve you because God says, okay, I'll take up the challenge. You, you, you can touch parts of them, but you can't touch their family. Yes, hallelujah. Or you, you can touch their money, you can touch their work. I've, I've got so much confidence in Job. Now listen what the Bible says. Um, the Bible says in Job chapter, let's first go to 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Just to show you it's the same devil. That's in the New Testament and the Old Testament. It's the same one. It's the same one that's, that's sitting next to you now. Not your brother. Your sister, but sit between the two. Between, uh, beside you. Is it easier? Yeah. First Peter. It's a bit hot. He's getting hot now. They're going to move now. But it's a bit hot. First Peter 5. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. How do you become alert and sober? Staying in the word. If Amen. my word is in you, and I am in you, <laughs> if you remain in me. So in other words, you are sharp. Amen. You are alert. Amen. Why? Because your enemy, the devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. He looks to do what? To devour you, to eat you alive slowly. He wants to do what? Eat you alive. He will have you, he eats you so slowly, he has you for breakfast, brunch, lunch, snack. And dinner. Hey! Lord have mercy. He doesn't play. He does it slowly. <laughs> and he laughs as you go down. When your children is suffering, you must know the devils have got your children because you got no cross. Or because you have a cross. But the fact that they stay where they are for years means that you've left God. Sure. Are you with me? Sure. I'm teaching you good stuff so sure. that when you go home, you can be alive and active Amen. and see the power of God move. Amen. 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 Now go to Job chapter 1. You're going to see what, did you read this? He's roaming around. Right? So now let's go see what he does in the Old Testament. He's a self old guy. Same old guy. What did I say? Self old guy. Yeah. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it to a close. Are you okay? Amen. You still with me? Amen. When you eat today, ne? when you eat, when you eat and you look at that plate, or that piece of bread, if you only have bread, it won't be for long. You eat that bread, you eat it this time, you eat it slowly. Yes. And you say, devil, this is what I'm going to do with you. 
Jy sê dat die kassies is, die kassies is leeg op die oomlik. But you say, you say, even if it's just one slice, no, I'm going to eat it slowly. I'm going to enjoy it. Because this is what I'm doing with you. I'm going to eat you bit for bit. Slowly. And as I eat you, my, my cupboards are filling up. As I eat you, my children are coming back. As I eat you, whatever I have lost is coming back. I eat for you. Stucky for stucky. I take you up, man. Yeah, read it quickly. Quickly. Job chapter 1, verse 1. In the land of Uz, there lived a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. Verse 2. He had seven sons and three daughters and, verse 3, and he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen and 500 donkeys and had a large number of servants. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. His son used to hold feasts in their homes on their birthdays and they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you purify your children? Sure. When they go to friends? Do you purify your husband when he goes to work? Do you purify your wife when she's working at home? Sure. Do you pray for your mother, purify them, and your father? Listen what Job did every morning, every single day. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. This was what? Job's regular. Reg regular. Something that's a custom is already regular. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. The emphasis just, it didn't skip one time. One time, because he understands how to cover his family. That's why Satan could never get to them. Never. Hallelujah. If you wake up in the morning early and you bring a sacrifice before God, say, before my children leave this house, my father would walk, walk into, into our bedrooms very early every morning. Would, I would, the door would open and my father would come in and say, Lord, protect my children today. Lord, these are your children. And he would pray. We were small. Then he would, am I speaking a lie, mommy? He would pray. He would pray. Arina? Yeah, <laughs> But, but he would pray. Yes. He would pray for us. He would do what? Pray. He would pray for us. He would pray for us. Regularly. 
One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. I thought Satan was chucked out, but check here. He can also come with the angels. The angels did not recognize him. Which means you cannot recognize him when he's in your house. Sure. Sure. You cannot recognize who's fighting with you. Sure. You cannot recognize who sent that person into your life. So God wants to save him from yourself. Yes. <laughs> This is deep people, yes. spiritual things are as heavy matters and yet we, because of a lack of understanding, we treat God as if he is a puppy. Sure. If you only know yeah. how dangerous it is when you call yourself a Christian and you don't take up your cross, dangerous. Sure. Dangerous, yes, hallelujah. The Lord said to Satan, he said, no, this is where I want to get to. He the said to Satan, what? The Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, from roaming throughout the earth, from going back sense, and forth. Mitchell Spling, throughout Kenworth. the earth. Come on, hold my ear. The earth is the great for the people. Silver Sands, Fairdale, Kales River. Kales River. Where do you live? Easter River. Easter River. Belleville. No, I was just here in Bialville, here Kills Riverside. Here, I, was just, I was just looking around there. I, I was just Hassendal, Aldi, Aldi Plekis, Hino Park, uh, um, Malibu. I was, I was, I was, yeah, Malibu. I was all this. He, Umfoleni. I was just, I was just walking. He, he's walking every single day. He's walking. Pass your house. He's listening. And then when you open the door, he comes in. Hey. 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 Actually, he's waiting for you. Say, so yeah. Got a lovely service now. You got a word now. He's waiting for you tomorrow. Don't, don't you worry. He's, he's waiting. He's a lekker waiting for you. He's waiting. Don't be surprised. I'm telling you, at home, he's waiting. He have any pat, he wacht for you. He'll even use a dog to bite you. The devil is a liar. Come, let's wrap it up for today. Let's wrap it up for today. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God. A man what? Who fears God. And son A man who fears God in Proverbs says is the beginning of wisdom. Of wisdom, yes. Hallelujah. So which is not that, I'm not saying that. If you don't fear God, you're fool. You're fool. Yes. You what? You, you're a fool. Now you can only answer this for yourself. Nobody can tell you you're a fool. Now, in your heart, say Lord, in your heart. No, don't say it loud. In your heart, in your heart. You say, Lord, forgive me for being a fool. How does that feel? Lickin' Amen. Amen. When you become honest with God and say, Lord, I'm a fool. I have not walked in wisdom. I have not feared you. Forgive me. Have mercy on me. You know, God steps in because of the blood. Amen. 
Alleluia. But when you go on as if you know full, the wrath of God will come on you. Sure. Sure. Jesus. <laughs> Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. Hold on. Hold on. He says, okay. Does Job really, really, does he now really fear you? Just because he wants to? No, there's a reason why he fears you. There's a reason. And I'm going to tell you now, what is the reason? Hey, Satan is clever for me. Mm. He says, really now, Job, does he really fear you for nothing? There's a reason why he fears you. Now, let's go to that. Let's go there. Let's go. Because he's going somewhere with God, but God knows. He actually says stuff because he wants to go somewhere. With this, check here. Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? Hold on. Not everybody's got a hedge. When you go to verse 1, the Bible says there was a man that feared God, that shunned evil. Yes, hallelujah. So in other words, he took up his cross. He has not denied God. He's following God, so God puts a hedge. Amen. Amen. Just because you said, Lord, forgive me of my sins, and you go on, there's no hedge. Yes. But this man has got a hedge. Amen. Because he's truly God's. Amen. He gave his everything to God. Amen. And God gave him, he, he took his cross, and he followed God. Amen. And God says, when you follow me, it is my responsibility to protect you. Sure. Hallelujah. Uh, you, you're not Amen. It. it is what? It's my responsibility. It is my responsibility to protect. Satan for how long was roaming, but he could not get to Job's children. Because there was a what? A hedge. God doesn't just put a hedge here around you to look good. Yes. Only, he only protects his own. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He only does what? To protect his he own. He protects his own. Sure. Why would God protect you if you don't want him to protect you? I think you story in trouble was St. James. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. This lifeguard. He's standing there. So there's high tide coming in, but there's a, 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 a rip tide. So I'm alone at the back in this tidal pool, but it's the water is going over the tidal pool. So it's pulling me back. So I'm. With every stroke, I'm trying to just. So now these four people in the water look at me like, because I swim, liquor, like was no professional. When I got to the back and I wanted to come back, it was a problem. Can somebody shout, there's a problem. So as I'm now trying to get out, I'm getting tired. But I can see this guy, but I can feel my, my just my strength is leaving me. So I'm looking. I almost got into the flesh. It was like, but no, I wasn't. I wasn't in the flesh. To make a long story short, I believe Satan wanted to take my life. Because there was no way out for me. I'm tired. 
When you're tired, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, you just become so heavy. Yes. So, so now, I don't, I, it's actually very embarrassing. I don't want to say this, but okay. <laughs> Have you ever shouted, thinking there's no ground under you? So I'm chick. Let me just feel before I make a fool of myself even more. So I'm standing in the water, and chest tight. The next thing I like, no, I got a cramp. I got a got a cramp. Got a, I got a cramp, man. Got a cramp. So this two English is father. The father, the father and the son comes. They come to me. They say, "What's wrong?" I said, "No, this is a cramp." This is a cramp. I said, Lord, forgive my light, but I had so full again. I said, That's why they say, never swim alone. Never swim alone. I'm teaching you some good stuff here. Nothing wrong with my leg. Now the whole world knows there's nothing wrong with my leg. But the Lord puts a edge around you. Amen. Puts a edge around you. Amen. He puts a edge. A edge around you. He puts a. He puts a. It does not matter who comes up against you. If you deny yourself, take up your cross and follow Jesus. Even though there are attacks, God must still give permission. But when He's so impressed with you. He'll do something amazing. Guess what he does? He does this. Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands. Hallelujah. So that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. Jesus. Listen. So he had businesses all over South Africa. His flocks, businesses, that's what God will do for you. He'll put it when you his. Wherever you you will, you will, you will prosper. Wherever. You, wherever you go, you'll prosper. Listen what happens. Listen. But now, stretch out your hand and strike everything he has. So he puts up a challenge. So your level of commitment is what Satan will test in relation to your relationship and commitment to God. He says, stretch forth your hand and take everything. You have blessed him. He doesn't say just take a few. He says what? Take everything. And he will surely curse you to your face. God says okay. Continue. The Lord said to Satan very well then. Everything he has is in your power. It was in my power. Now I give of that power to you. You take it. You see, every time when Satan has power, he uses it to destroy. Amen. You didn't get that. Amen. That's why God cannot give him 
He has limited power now. Yes. That's why Jesus says, all power has been given to me. So he's got limited power. Amen. He has power to do only to the extent that God gives him. God gives him. But guess what? If you're not God's, he's got all power over you. Yes. Yes, hallelujah. Because you're not God's. Amen. You thought you were, but today, the Lord would not give me this message if he knew who was his and who wasn't. Sure. Sure. Jesus. Your commitment is a sign. Your commitment is a sign to God and Satan. And every year, God gives you a bigger cross yes, based on what you, you've done yes, for the year. That's amazing. Amen. Amen. So your responsibility, but you'll see even resources will increase every year yes, over your life. Jesus. Yes. Based on what you do now, Jesus. every year, God watches. Says, okay, who, how will you serve me over the next 12 months? God works in cycles. Yes, hallelujah. He, he watches you. Yes, hallelujah. He watches your commitment. Amen. He gives you every 12 months an assignment. And he sees what you do with it. For the next 12 months, how faithful you would be. Also, in those 12 months, things will happen to you. And he knows exactly what will happen. Satan will come and say, okay, Jada is only serving you. Q is only serving you. Chloe is only serving you. And so we can go on. But what? What? Just, just give them that thing and you'll see. Sometimes it's not about taking away. It's about just give them that thing. Amen. And you'll see. You'll see, yes. So I'll give them that one business. They will not tithe. They will not honor you. They will take off your time and still go work. Just see that. That's why our lifespan is very short. What you do in a year is like a day before the Lord. It's like a second. He watches every move. And sees. That's why you're never alone. Do you think you're alone when you're alone somewhere? Because Satan comes and he accuses and says, last night, Friday night, I found the two of them there. So he comes before the courts. He cannot go into the throne room anymore, but he can come to the courts. Yes, hallelujah. The courts, your cases are, ple are he pleads your case. Yes. Or he's an accuser. Accuser, yes. He says, they quote scripture. They say they are saved. They, but they are not committed to you. Because he also understands law. And God never acts illegally. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he's a just God. Just God, yes. Amen. We were talking about you, my wife and I, and today you're in service. Shemaine? Shemaine? 
Kijk, die zijn niet kijk. Die zijn dat powerful. She actually called you in. She called you. Jesus. That is wow, so beautiful to see you, man. Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. God is alive. Jesus. My wife actually called him in. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. When we spoke about him. Out of, Jesus. out of your spirit, man. That was out of your spirit. Oh, precious Jesus. He says, I wonder how you are. He says, so we talking. Yes. Jesus. May the Lord is. I remember Stephen was here at Dalchus many years ago. Wonderful guy. Wonderful spirit man. Johnson. Yes. Hey, the Lord has got something great in store for you, man. It's amazing. Just a week ago, now. Hey, the Lord is good. Thank you, Jesus. So, so the hedge is up. And now God says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lower the hedge. And then you can touch. Lord said very well. Then everything he has is in your power. But on man himself, do not lay a finger. When you are God's masterpiece, God will take up the challenge. And he'll say, okay, take the work, take all this, do that. Sometimes we think it is... It is, you don't even know it's a test. Sometimes it's a test that God will even expose who's your friends. Because through that test, you'll never know. Because his friends start to say, just go read Job, start to say, but God never, never, you must have done something wrong. You must have cursed God, man. You must have, and they spoke against God. It wasn't even God. Satan, Satan did that. And the Lord said, I'm angry with your three friends. He went to the three friends afterwards. After all the process is done, I'm angry with you, all three of you, that you spoke against me, but my servant Job did not, did not speak. Go to him. Let him pray for you. And I will not let this thing come over you. That you deserve. Let my servant pray for you. And the Bible says, after Job prayed for them, all of a sudden, Job increased again. There will be a season in your life where you will go through sufferings and you will go through stuff in your life. And many times it's because of your own, because you have have mocked God. You've not picked up your cross you've not followed God you've not denied yourself you're not his so Satan has been having a field day with you but if you if you today and if there's a lot to say but the Holy Spirit would not let me so much there's my my scriptures here got all of them here I can I can sit with you because God spoke to me with all of these But here's the thing. 
He wants you. He wants you. He wants to show off with you. Remember Job had nothing. One day he had everything. The next day he had nothing. He's on the floor. The richest man became the no man. Nobody came to visit him. Nobody invited him. There is a power at the end of all this. The Lord said, after our job was not touched by God again, where the Lord said, now it's enough time. It's enough time now. I'm revoking your power. God is about to revoke, pull back what He gave you. Did you know He never gave him authority, only power? Only power, yes. Only power. Only God has authority. Yes. And the authority He gave to us. Yes. But He gave us authority and power. And power. Amen. Amen. The first thing you have to do in a in a, in, a, in in your heart and you said it this morning but some of some of you come on a sunday and you don't you don't even say it anymore because you never understood why we do what we do every time you come into the presence of the lord actually every morning it's lord have mercy on me today yes yes Amen. have mercy Help me not, give me grace not to sin today. Give me grace not to go places I shouldn't. Give me grace not to speak anything I shouldn't. And grace that increases, the ability of God increases in your life. Give me grace to stand up for you. You can't do it on your own. And you look at the stuff that usually held you back and you look at that bottle or you look at that relationship or you look at the decisions that you made or you look at your job that has become your God and you look at things that were given to you but it has taken over your life and it's a spirit connected, same spirit connected to all of those things. And you say, I've been serving God for a very long time but I'm not sure. I'm really not sure of how I lived that God can take up the challenge like he did with Job if Satan comes when Satan comes to him you know what kept you you know what kept you of not being dead is his mercy is his mercy You know what kept you that your life is not in totally a wreck? It's mercy. It's mercy. It's mercy. 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 God has got so much for you and for us as a church. Listen to me today. There, there is an assignment that God has given you. There is power that He has given you. There is mercy that He extends to you. 
There is grace He imparts to you. Learn to value the price of the blood of Jesus and the sufferings that He went through. Loving your own life, it's not worth it. Because one day you will die and everybody will say, we'll meet him there. But we're not going to meet him there. You'll be surprised when you get to the gate. Everybody thinks they'll make it. Not all of us will make it. And don't say in this church you were never won. Don't be like the guy that says, please, Abraham, send somebody out of the dead how many people was raised from the dead and people still don't believe in our lifetime how many people has God raised already and people came back and said we have seen we have seen we have seen is it people don't believe so even if God would raise somebody that dies in this church raise them up some of you will still not believe are you with me be hungry for God. Don't worry about what people say. There is a grace in this house. God will start with us first. The Bible says, and Jesus came to the Jews. They rejected him. And he says, because you reject me, I'm going to the Gentiles. Now, while you are here, tap into this grace and stop denying Christ and live your own life. Take up your cross. Follow Jesus. Then you start to see the edge goes up and your, whatever your hands start to, because your ease starts to prosper and you see some supernatural and, and some, some demons run away because you must entertain them. You love them. You've learned to love them. I don't love sickness, man. It's not nice. It's not, it's not, I don't know. Some people love it. Some people would rather, would rather Disability. If your if your ears and and God gives you eyes and God gives you, then it means you're not gonna have disability anymore. So you say, no, 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 keep it like that, Lord. Keep it, keep it like that. Now we we, God will give you just what you want. Oh, Jamie, Dyson, ah, I need it. Blame me for the pension. They will hear the army to feel blessed. I'm fatally pension weg. Oh, but I'm going to Sasa. Hey, glory. Hi, 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 hi. There's nothing wrong with Sasa. Shame that I'm going but what if God opens a door and says, why, why, why can't I bless you to bless Sasa people? A Sasa means, can you Sasa means help you? So he's an amal gesas. Lesat gesas. Now some of you are waiting for Sasa, 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 Sasa. Jesus, 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 man. Nothing wrong with Sasa, eh? Nothing wrong with Sasa. I'm just saying, there is a higher level. Amen? 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 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Now, what you must do is repent. See, you're a big repentance. Yeah, they mean by repent. Repent. It means, what does repent? It means you turn. So, so when you walk from this place and your commitment to Christ, you turn, you do not do the same stuff you've done. Your commitment will be tested. But guess what happens? When you commit, God accepts. He accepts you as a son. He accepts you. And the things that used to had you bound, your desire will just be for Christ. Will just be for? Will just be for? And then you start to see how our God who is alive, He starts to do the impossible to you. The impossible. He'll turn the impossible. Then your journey becomes very exciting with God. Daughter, it gets exciting. Then you get excited, excited every time when you start to see how God opens this because there's an edge. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen? And your cross gets bigger. And God says, you are my bride. Amen? 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 I command the spirit of anger. In the name of Jesus. For years, you've been tormented. But Lord, let your power, let your glory, let your anointing touch your mind. Set her completely free. You spirit of anger, I command you out of her life. In the name of Jesus. Be set free. You think you just get angry for nothing. There's a spirit behind it. You think that you're doing all stuff but things are not working out for you. Nothing just happens. Nothing. Your father was drinking. Your mother, uh, your mother was in, in, in drugs, or you, and you also, and it's, you can't just like they, they can't even, It's a spirit. We need to deal with that thing. And you praying and you fasting, but nothing breaks. So you can eat the opoprat van mensen. It's a spirit behind it. So you can kick in your family, the alif frowns. It's true. It's true. It's It's true. 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 It's true.
Gaat zien in familie. Al die mannen, die vrouwen zijn stoepstel, die mannen het gepraat. Yes. You lie. Before you say, you just lie. You, you, just, you lie so quickly. It's out of your mouth. And before you know it, it's out. You fasted, you prayed. It's a demon. And the color church is praying with the goodie. You don't find it easily. Why want to talk about demons all day? Because there's demons. We've heard all the good messages. We've all, all about prosperity. We've seen that pastors can preach for you like they alles, 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 fat alle woorden bij mekaar, alles, alles, great. There's nothing wrong with it. But the people, that they, when they go home, it's the ground level, it's still the same. That's the truth of the matter. You don't need a sermon that will excite you. Was it genoeg exciting sermons in toon trapperij? Valt zijn roze zo tien keer. Dan wacht ik kom bij voor dat beter. Met Jack Daniels. En Dagga. En een paar vrouwens. En Agaïla. Eet die toen trap uit. And I've got nothing against quirkies and all this stuff. It's powerful. It's God. There's a grace on it. I'm not, but there are spirits that keeping our, our young people and people in the church in bondage, man. Hulle wacht net vir die next high om weer. Sê hulle, hy ding was nie lekker nie, man. Hy broed sê goeie my lekker nie. Hy sê, Now who is in you when you And then you bump into one another. You bump, they don't spring. And they create snacks of drama. You get snacks of drama at night. But when it comes to deliverance, you say it's not for the colored people. It's only African people. They need the... Demons don't ask for your color. They don't ask for your culture. The younger they can get into you, the better. We preach sound word here. We tell you there's demons, but we tell you there's a Jesus greater than the demons. Oh, you didn't hear me. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He says, if you will take up your cross, if you will deny yourself, if you will follow him, you'll see his power and manifestation in your life, in your house, in your business, in your marriage, in your children, in your babies, in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm tired of seeing people defeated. I'm tired of people falling for the same thing. I'm tired and Jesus is standing there and saying, but I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I already paid the price. I gave you all power. I gave you all authority. So why don't you stand up? Why don't you deny yourself? Why don't you take up your cross? Why don't you follow me? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. He's a God of breakthrough. He's a God of deliverance. Let's see the hand of God move in this house. 
Let's see the hand of God move over this country. Let's pray for our leaders. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, next year we're voting. I pray that God will raise up a people that says, my God, my God, you are Lord of this country. Let's vote, let's vote, let's vote God's way. The pains that you went through, you'll go no more. The pharaohs you saw, you'll see no more. The pain that you went through, you'll go nowhere. And all of a sudden, these young men stand up, all of them, all of them, all of them, all of them. They stand up, they stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up quickly, stand up quickly. All the young men in the church. God is about to lift up young men yes, to move in his power, to move in his glory, to be able to do what you couldn't do before, to be able to do it supernaturally. As a younger as a hundred, I can stand. Man, if you're younger than a hundred, you're still very young. Where's Pastor Tis? Stay sleeping. Toilet. Lord, I call Pastor Taste from the toilet. <laughs> right now. Pastor Taste for double grace and detail. That God will extend his life. Amen. That God will extend our father's lives. That they will start to see some stuff. They would have died earlier, but God will extend your life. In the name of Jesus. I speak life over you. In your heart. In your heart. Make a decision for Christ in your heart. Not with your, in your heart. You see it's between you and God. In your heart. If you're listening to me. In your heart. I'm getting to the, to the ladies now. Let me, let me just speak to the men. There is a remnant there are warriors that God is raising up out of nothing. God will raise up a David. God will. You've not been in the army. But God will give you supernatural skill. To be able to do stuff that is beyond your years. Beyond your natural capabilities. God will raise you up. God will lift you up. God will equip you. To be able to do what you couldn't do before. God will touch your life in areas where you thought it was never possible. You say, but I don't even know Jesus. I've never accepted him. Well, his name is Jesus. He died for you 2,000 years ago. He was raised from the dead. And if you believe in him, he will give you eternal life. And if you so desire, He'll put His Holy Spirit in you. He will seal you and touch you. All that you have to do is say, Lord, come into my heart. I don't really know you, but I want to know you. Forgive me of my sins and touch my life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. I make you Lord of my life today. In Jesus' mighty name.
Lord, touch each and every man that is standing. You see them, you see their heart. Now, Lord, visit, locate every heart. You know every heart. Touch every heart. Let them know you. Now your part is to do this. Because you already opened the way. What is your part? He says, deny yourself. Take up your cross. Take up your responsibility. And then follow him. You say, I don't know how. You come to me, I'll teach you how. Our, we as men will come together, I'll have sessions with you. So that you grow strong. So that you grow mighty. In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 You may be seated. All the ladies in the house, stand up quickly. If you're five years old or if you're 105 years old, stand. The Lord has called you for His purpose and His purpose alone. There is a strength that you have that we as men don't have. You can make things happen that many men can't make happen. You've got this drive that we don't have. Now I pray that God will use that that is placed within you and accelerate it on every level to be able to accomplish His will in your life and in your family. May God right now in your heart start to turn some stuff around in your heart. Things that should have happened, that would have broken you, will not happen. Disappointments that have happened, that should have messed you up, God is reversing even the symptoms of that thing right now. Decisions that you made out of ignorance, God is putting grace on you right now and mercy capacity to be able to make right and to change and transform and bring something new in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus may this day be a day not just of recovery may this be a day of transition and transformation in your life may you go places in the spirit before you reach it in the natural and look back and say this is what the Lord has done I pray that you will not just touch this house but you, that you will touch streets and you will touch women that are in pain right now and that God will give you power and that God will release his authority and may God use you to build hedges around them and be able to bring forth healing over their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. May God restore and make whole like never before. 
In Jesus' holy name we pray. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Give God some praise in this place today. Give God some praise in this place today. I say give God some praise in this place today. I say give God some praise in this place today. Now, 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 just for just for 60 seconds, 60 seconds. Give him such a crazy praise. Now, listen, it is not just any praise. It is a praise where you say, give me some room. Give me some space. Listen, I'm not responsible for what will happen in the next 60 seconds. But listen, 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 listen. Give me some space. Give me room. Give me some space. Listen, if you have to come out of the, you come out. But give don't, don't, what, listen. Your, your commitment level have just changed. Your praise level have just changed. You don't care about people. You don't care about what says who. You know, if you're listening to me, if you're watching me, if you're in your study, in your car, just try to open the door, get out of your car. If you're in your lounge, just, 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 kick, just, just kick the chairs a bit and say, hey, my God, my God, you've been so good to me. Yes, 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 y
Anything that came into my family. Anything that came into my family. Came into my house. Came into my house. Came into my life. Came into my life. That is not of you. That is not of you. I say out. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Anything in the life of my children. Anything in the life of my children. That is not of you. That is not of you. Any influence. Any influence. Any spirit. Any spirit. Any addiction. Any addiction. I say out. 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 Any thoughts. Any thoughts. Any dreams. Any dreams. That's not of you. That is not of you. I say out. 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 In my marriage, in my marriage, in my marriage, any spirit, any spirit of control, of control. I say out, 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 I say out. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Any spirit of poverty. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. In the Any spirit of division. 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 Any spirit of
Locate me, Lord. 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 In your mercy, Lord. In your mercy, Lord. In your mercy, Lord. In your mercy, Lord. Locate me, 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 Lord. Heal my heart, 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 Lord. Sanctify me, 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 Lord. For your purpose. For your purpose. For your purpose. For your purpose. For your will. For your will. For your plans. For your plans. Sanctify me, Lord. Sanctify me, Lord. Sanctify me, Lord. Sanctify me, Lord. Consecrate 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 me, Lord. Deliver 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 me, Lord. Ask him to deliver you. Ask him, ask him, Lord, deliver me. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me from addiction. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me from unforgiveness. Deliver me, Lord Jesus. Deliver me, I'm Lord Jesus. Deliver me, Lord Jesus. Deliver me, Lord Jesus. Deliver me, Lord. 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 Restore me, Lord. Restore me, Lord. Restore me, Lord. Restore my family, Lord. Restore my family. Restore my life, Lord. Restore my life. Restore my mind, Lord. Restore my mind. In the mighty name of Jesus. Give them long life, Lord. 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 For I forgive my enemies, Lord. I forgive my enemies. I forgive them, Lord. I forgive them, Lord. Forgive me, 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 Lord. That's my family, 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 Lord. 
That's my family law. Save my family, Lord. That's my family, Lord. That's my family, Lord. Save my family, Lord. Save my family, Lord. Save my family, Lord. Save my friends, Lord. Save my family, Lord. Save my family. Save my friends, Lord. Save my friends. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. That's our nation, Lord. That's our nation. That's our nation, Lord. That's our nation. That's our nation, Lord. That's our nation. That's our president, Lord. That's our president. Heal our nation, Lord. Heal our nation. Heal our president, Lord. Heal our president. In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 That's all political parties, Lord. That's all political parties. That's all political parties. We pray for peace in our nation. We pray for peace, Lord. We pray for peace in our nation. We pray for peace in our nation. Let your will be done. 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 In this nation, Lord. In this nation, Lord. In the continent, Lord. In this continent. Let your will be done. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 Let your will be done. Hallelujah. Jesus nation Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we praise Jesus for a moment? Hallelujah. Can we praise Jesus for a moment? Can we praise Jesus for a moment? Can we praise Jesus for a moment? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I sing praises to your name. Oh Lord, praises to your name. Do you? 
Thank you, Jesus. Only you can save. Only you can save, Lord. Only you can heal. Only you can heal. Only you can deliver. Only you can deliver. Only you can set free. Only you can set free. Thank you. Thank you. That you love us. That you love us. Remember this message of today. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. And follow Jesus. The past is the past. If you've said that in your heart. Now. Express that through commitment. And Jesus will receive you. You will what? He will receive you and he'll give you. As you say, yes, Lord, through your commitment, he'll give you cross. I pray that he gives you dreams where he gives it to you. That you will dream dreams and see visions. That you'll start to have experiences and encounter with Jesus like never before. That he will speak to you so clearly it will shock you. He's in this place. He wants to manifest himself in this house, in your life.
He wants you to succeed in your family, in your business, in your life, in your marriage. Everything is stacked in your favor. Everything. You're already a winner. Now commit your life to God completely. In everything that you say, everything that you do, who you meet, who you encounter. Let the Spirit of God lead you. Remember, we do not love ourselves anymore. Whatever He says, it will be favorable for you at the end. And when persecution comes for His sake, remember you will be stronger than your opposition. I'm ending off with this. Never pray for your enemies to be killed. The Bible says He prepares a table in the midst of your enemy. So if you don't want enemies, you will never have a table. So pray for long life that they will see how God looks after His own. Now before you leave this place today, today will be the last time that we take up offering. We will not take offering in this church again as we used to. But because you have a willing heart, Sundays will not be time for take up money but we come to praise God and to worship God it will you purpose in your heart what you want to give God and you take it to it by an EFT but we will never ask you to bring tithes and offerings to this house as we used to do it because when we come Because God knows your heart and He He will bless, He's the one that blesses you. Are you with me? So today is the last time that we take up offering as we used to, tithes and offering. We've got all the details here. From now onwards, your, your tithes, your offerings, your, your free will offering. You see, God lays upon your heart, we need to do this, the project, this, you put it in there. Amen? But Sundays we come to have church. Amen? And let the power of God work because more and more people will come. Invite your friends, invite your family. Let them come on a Saturday. God wants to meet them on Sunday. Amen? Amen? We prepare in the week. You start to pray and believe God every single day. Say, Lord, give us mercy in our church. Give mercy in my house, Lord. Extend grace. Let us increase in my house, in my family, in our street. That your name be glorified. Our, his heart, our young couples, our older people, our seniors. Amen. Amen. Our single parents everybody the presence of God hit you
bless you.